Good sleep is an important aspect of our health, even more so for our kids whose sleep routines have been out of rhythm lately due to the MCO. We're speaking to certified baby sleep coach Sarah Ong today. Morning, Sarah. Thank you so much for speaking to us this morning. So Sarah is a certified baby sleep coach and also a mom of three. And today we're going to talk about how we can get our school-going children sort of going back to a proper sleep routine because, you know, we're in like an unprecedented time right now where even our own sleep routines are like out of the window. My daughter is sleeping in close to midnight and waking relatively early still around 8 o'clock in the morning. Um, and I mean, school might not reopen very, very soon, but I think as parents, we should start thinking of ways to sort of get our school going children back to their proper sleep routine now because... It's not exactly something you can do overnight, right, Sarah? Right, right. Yeah, thanks so much, Belle, for having me here. I'm so excited to be asked <laughs> to come on the show and talk about sleep. Sleep is like my passionate topic. I am so passionate about this topic um, for babies and toddlers and, of course, children. And my, I myself have a 12-year-old, 9-year-old, and a 2-and-a-half. So definitely the 12-year-old and 9-year-old are sleeping way later than they should be. You have so, all the different age groups in there, right? Yeah, exactly. And the 12-year-old is pretty much like a teenager already. Mm. So her sleep routine is like horrible. Um, but you're right. It's because all of us are, you know, we're thrown into this situation and we're not sure what we're supposed to do and there's no actual... Mm, schedule or routine that we have to stick to the next day usually yeah. we know that when we have to wake up the next day early we make ourselves go to bed but now that we don't have to <laughs> it's kind of like all over the place so yeah, yeah definitely uh, I can see as well for myself that even though you know things are starting to open up again shops things people are going back to work I think it's a matter of time that school is going to open as well but not in the near future I would yeah. think but definitely want to be ready for that. Um, I've also gotten my kids on a sort of a schedule. <laughs> <laughs> so that they wake up at a certain time before I just let them sleep whatever okay. time. That was big. Then that kind of like made the bedtime later and later because they were sleeping in later and later. Yeah. yeah. But with my eldest, she she does have an online class, 8, 8, 8, 8 a.m. So she needs to wake up at you know, sometimes 7.45 just to get herself ready. Um, but my second one, she doesn't have online per se, but she has a homework assignment. Uh, so that's really pretty much... Um, it's open. free for all. <laughs> yeah, free for all. Like whenever she wakes up, she'll do it. Yeah. But now, yeah, we're starting to get into that rhythm of, yeah, everyone's just going to go back to going to bed earlier, waking up earlier, you know. I guess it's like a transition that you have to start doing it bit by bit. It can't like just, yeah, like you say, it's not an overnight thing. Okay, so what are some of the ways that we can get our children to get back to an early, early to sleep, early to rise routine? Is this, is this the best for children, early to sleep, early to rise? Yeah, so we're talking about uh, school-age going children. So they, they generally need about 9 hours, sometimes they even need 10 hours, say, depending on the age. So if we're talking about the 7 to 9-year-old range, they definitely need a little bit more sleep, nine and a half, ten, I would say. And then um, the older one, like the teenagers, they're probably gonna be able to sleep like us, like maybe eight hours. Eight hours is really luxurious <laughs> <laughs> for an right. adult, yeah. right? For a mom, yeah, for an adult, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so wow, eight hours of sleep for an adult. Yeah, um, but eight hours is generally okay for for a teenager. 
the thing is with teenagers, their circadian rhythm is a bit different. So they tend to sleep later and wake up later. So we always have this perception that, oh, teenagers are so lazy. They don't want to wake up early, blah, blah, blah. But <laughs> it's not. It's just the way their body works. Um, so I would say how to transition. It's good early to rise and early to sleep. Um, but that, that's children. So adults, we have like different conversation altogether. But for okay. children, yeah, it's good to have that um, early rise. Um, thing. So how do we want to kind of start them back on that routine? The best thing to do is to wake them up earlier. <laughs> and then they're going to get tired earlier mm-hmm. as well. So mm-hmm. it, it, it's, you're just trying to shift the whole body clock back to what it was before. But of course, you can't like, okay, when she, let's say they wake up at nine, for example, you want to wake them up at six. Yeah. There's no way they can do that right so i think it's good to just start shifting gradually by half an hour over a couple of days, days a couple yeah. of weeks so yeah. i did that desired wake time again but of course when we want them to wake up so early so and we have to work next so what are they gonna do yeah <laughs> you know, that's it's, true it's better off that they're asleep <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm thinking as well right? exactly um, real like, talk here mom talk. but but what if we have early risers regardless of what time they go to bed right so how can we make them sleep later especially in this period like because my daughter she sleeps at midnight and then she'll wake up 7 38 you know she she sleeps at 10 she'll wake up at 7 38 also you know her body clock has sort of set that as her wake up time Yes, so unfortunately, that's the thing with our body clock. That's just how it works. Um, even especially with older, I mean, younger children. So they they are born naturally to wake up early between six, actually six, six thirty, seven is very normal. Mm. So for your daughter to wake up, she's eight. Is she she's seven? nine this year. Yeah, oh, she's, she's nine. Or she's nine. the same age. Yeah. As nine. Okay. So yeah, that means her body clock is just really set to wake up at that time, seven, mm. seven thirty, eight. Um, which is a good thing because my daughter can go all the way up to noon sometimes. Really? <laughs> wow. Right, yeah. But then, then again, yeah, she also sleeps past midnight. Um, so we can't kind of make them sleep more or later because there's just like your body clock is like alarm in built thing. They're just going to wake up naturally. Yeah. So for me, I would say just put them to bed earlier just to maximize the amount of sleep that they should be getting. You mm. know? But of course, right now, there's no learning pro- in process. There's no actual like memory needed to <laughs> be used and all that alertness and all that. Yeah. All that, counts because that counts when you go to school. Yeah. In the classroom. But right now, it's just not there, I guess. Like, I don't see the need to. <laughs> you just have <laughs> online school. That- like, my daughter does have online school every day. Uh, but it starts only at 10.30. So, she, d- she doesn't need to wake up that early. But the thing is, you were saying, like, if we want to make them wake up earlier, we sort of cut down the time. I mean, wake them up slightly earlier in the morning if we want them to go to bed earlier, right? Yeah. Yeah. If we want them to sleep late, will it work the same way? Like if we sort of um, push the sleep time back half an hour, does uh, it work the same way? You mean to push it back and then make you want make to them, them wake up later? Wake up later. No, usually that doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the alarm. It's like inbuilt thing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. There's no no magical way to make them sleep later, unfortunately. So if, so if you have an early riser, you have an early riser. So just exactly. try to make them go to bed early. That's the only yeah. way. Yeah. Exactly. But if you want to make them go to bed earlier, 
you can make the oh no what was it just then you said if you want them to go to bed earlier you have to wake them up earlier in the morning yes that's ah, right okay yes. okay so they get tired more easily because you know the sleep has been cut down in a sense like cut down so mm-hmm. they they just want to shift it to to going to bed earlier okay but how about naps then like what if they get tired in the afternoon if you mm-hmm. wake them up too early mm-hmm. do you allow naps is our naps detrimental to sleep I wouldn't say detrimental. Actually, naps are good. Um, in fact, it's good for us adults as well. You know, you know, sometimes we don't get enough sleep at night. You yeah. Know, being mom, you know, and we, there's there's always that midday slump. Like you know, especially after lunch. <laughs> uh, even if I'm fasting as well, I still feel it because it's yeah. just how the circadian rhythm works. Again, it's all it's the science of sleep. Uh, there will be a lull period about between yeah one two p.m. There where you feel so sleepy. So if you could get like even ten minutes power nap, it's actually really good for you to kind of get powered up again. So with children, if they do want to take a nap, it's fine. But I would limit it to one hour max. I would say because. Then if not, then they'll just compensate for that, you know, yeah. waking up early, and then it's still going to exacerbate that the fact that they're going to sleep late that night. Okay, how about having a establishing a sleep routine? Will that work for for even school going children? Because yeah, I know that works for babies, right? But will that work for school going children? Oh yes, of course. Because I mean, even for us, I mean, for adults, I mean. I work with moms as well, right? So sometimes moms have trouble going to sleep. So it's something that I help with as well. Even adults need a bedtime routine. <laughs> even, even sometimes we do it even without us realizing it. Um, we do have a certain like a ritual that we do before we go to bed, right? So it's the same with school-age going children. And it's because we think that they're bigger, like they're not babies and toddlers and they need less of us. Actually, they don't. They, they need us just as much. But on a different scale. So they don't need so much coddling or cuddling. <laughs> they don't need all that. But sometimes they do. It depends on their personality as well. But one thing that's good is to be able to connect with them before they go to bed, which to be frank, I have not done that much since because everyone's just watching TV. Everyone's just on their screen and, and oh, sleeping time. And everybody yeah. just goes to sleep, you know? Like there's no connection happening there. But it's really good to have that sleep routine even for school-age going children. Okay, but what if we never did like we? What if we've never established a sleep routine to begin begin with from birth? Like you know, will it be more difficult to establish a routine now that they're like nine, ten, eleven, twelve? Yeah, I guess it would be. I wouldn't say it's difficult, but I think it would feel awkward, right? There's a bit like, why are you putting me to bed? <laughs> Just let me be. <laughs> but I guess you could uh, reframe it in a way where, okay, let's 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 go to your room, let's hang out for a while. I don't know that sort of thing. So it's the way that we reframe it. Like we don't call it like, oh, let's have your bedtime routine, brush your teeth, <laughs> or toddlers. All right, so yeah. they're a lot bigger. Yeah, we have to treat them differently in their, in their level of thinking. They just want to talk to us. That's what, what they want to do. Sometimes they want to tell us things that they can't tell us during the day. Mm-hmm. So during that nighttime is the time when they want to you know, just connect with us. Okay. So, so in a way, just sit down with them, talk a little bit. Maybe not like, you know, read them a storybook or whatever. Not like when they were babies or toddlers. But just yeah, sit down yeah, with yeah. them, talk to them and just tuck them in sort of. 
yeah sort of and then just say that okay i'll see you tomorrow good night have good sleep and then just walk out and then they do the rest of falling asleep by themselves yeah yeah, yeah. so but, but with teenagers i mean you did i mean of course we're going to touch about teenagers as well a little bit yeah but um teenagers are a little bit different they don't want us to talk <laughs> because i'm going through that right now like you, you just want to you know have a conversation like let's talk let's have a chat actually they're just like my god mama you're so annoying just just don't talk but they like it that we're just there just okay. on their bed for example and they're on the table and they're on the laptop for example and we're just there and we're present with them that's enough that that's the um, they still need us but not the cuddly cuddly kind yeah. <laughs> not so hands-on but um, it, this sleep routine thing only works if the kid uh, sleeps in a separate room, though. Obviously, like if, if there's no space, if you sleep in the same room, how does that work? That means you have to, the parents have to sleep at the same time as well. Well, no, not really. So if you if your school age going children are you know still sleeping in the room, it means such an Asian culture to do that. It's not. Uh, at all odd or you know something to be ashamed of it's just yeah. what we all do um some of us are not ready to part with our children for whatever personal reasons um you don't have to go to bed with them you just have to like kind of bring them to their bed and then it, sometimes most of them if they've been sleeping in the same room they need our presence there so you may have to like sit there <laughs> and you know wait for them to go to sleep that's what we do with the smaller children. But with the school age going through, there has to be a time where you need to like, okay, I'll, I'm going to leave, but I'll come back and just check on you. I think they just want to know that that safety of, or that reassurance that someone's just going to come and check on me, especially mom or dad, uh, before I go to sleep. So you can start doing that, you know, as soon as they hit even five, six I mean, I've had my kids go move out when one was four, my eldest was four, and the little one was one and a half. My not little one, my middle child, one and a half. So I did that together. And siblings sleeping together is much better off than they sleep on their own. Yeah. So it's all about that safety reassurance thing because it's kind of scary to be in the bedroom all by yourself when you're a kid. Is it advisable though now? Like I have a nine-year-old and my younger one is three years old one girl and one boy is it advisable to put them together in a room yeah why not i mean it's really just a it, it's i don't know to me this whole bedroom and going to see everything is very personalized to whatever the family dynamics is right so if you feel that it's okay i guess i mean she's older my daughter's older and she wants to have her own space i think it wouldn't be appropriate to have her little brother in her room right but right now when they're still small and they're like still together and they're able to you know play with each other yeah why not yeah, because right now she still wants someone to stay there with her until she falls to sleep. Yeah, you know? that's normal. Yeah. Ones like that as well. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now, uh, now, how important is it then to establish sort of a sleep routine as early as possible from birth, sort of? So it's easier for us to get the sleep routine back in order, even uh, when they're older. Uh, you mean to say like in general... Yeah, is, is it important to start it for? Yeah, yeah. of course, <laughs> of course. For me, I started like from birth, from birth, yeah, <laughs> from birth, right, from the get go. Um, because sleep is like high on the list of parenting issues. You know, I mean, picky eating is number one as well. <laughs> so number two is sleep. Um, but many of us just kind of, uh, mamala. You know, this is what kids do. You just wait it out. They'll be okay. Mm, yeah. But if, what if there's something you could do? 
what if there's something that you could do to, you know, right from the start, they, they're just so independent with sleep. And when I say independent, I don't mean them sleeping in their own room by themselves. That's not what I mean at all. Yeah. Um, and I mean, if those who are familiar with my work, I'm all about that connection comes first before you try to do any changes to sleep because they just want that connection, you know, there to feel safe and reassured to go to sleep. So yeah, from right from the start, having them to practice putting themselves to sleep, all these are like long life skills. And if they start early, it's just inbuilt in them, you know, they, they just respect their body to go to sleep when they're tired. Okay. Now, now for my kids uh, specifically, I think it is also the increase in scream time that is causing them to not fall asleep as easy as before, you know. Is there a correlation between screen time and sleep? Absolutely, <laughs> because screen time, okay, screen, our screens have um, blue light. So the blue light is what suppresses the, and um, what do you call that, the sleepy hormones? Melatonin. Melatonin, melatonin. So yeah. melatonin is a hormone. It's not something that you can take as a pill. Uh, some people, yeah, there are melatonin supplements. Please don't believe this thing. Um, really? It work. In, uh, melatonin works because, I mean, it, it comes naturally from our circadian rhythm and then it will be secreted and things like that. So uh, when it comes to the time that we need to go to bed. So blue light or having any bright light for that matter, uh, a lot before you go to bed, like maybe within that hour or two before you go to bed, will not help you to feel tired. In fact, it makes you even more awake. And yeah, so also, yes, I also have to, you know, be frank here that my kids have like screen time abuse. <laughs> like there's no cut of time, there's no limit. Yeah. But you know, things are going back to routine now. So we're thinking, okay, you know, we should cut this down. No more games, no more Roblox, no more that. Um, you know, gently, gradually, not like just take it away from them. So, yeah, definitely. I find it strange though. I mean, does it change for humans as they get older? Because I don't know whether it's me getting older. I fall asleep in front of the TV and the iPad like nothing. Oh, yeah, 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 I know. Because I think probably you don't really watch watch per se. Maybe that was, is this a way for you to kind of relax and get your mind off things? Because once that thing's shut off, I don't know, my husband does this too. Like when he needs to watch something and then he goes to sleep. Or he needs yeah. to do something. And then I said, why do you do that? He says, <laughs> and this is just a personal thing, not like uh, an expert uh, opinion. opinion. Uh, yeah, so it's more like uh, I need to not think. Like I need to be focused on something else. and not, Otherwise, my brain will start working and then I'll be awake and I cannot sleep. So, And it's yeah. different for kids, so they're very overly focused on what's going on, is it? Yeah, I mean, if you're saying... Because some, age, uh, some children are so sensitive to what they watch uh, on screen, right? And and I know my my second daughter. She is very sensitive to anything that horror or violence or anything. I she cannot. It would just affect her so much. She she cannot sleep that night. But some children are just okay with it. Like okay, they're scared, but they're okay with it. But some children are just sensitive with it. So yeah, be careful with what they watch, obviously, um, and the time as well, like cut off, the cut off time has to be at least an hour before they go to bed, so they have enough time to settle down. How about for teenagers? I mean, you have a 12-year-old 12, 12 who's 
practically a teenager now, can we still control their screen time and their sleep time and wake time or do we just let them be? <laughs> yeah, it's a bit difficult. We can't do it as how we control babies and toddlers. They yeah. Much more fuller control, obviously, uh, because they're small. Um, but with the teenagers, it's all about boundaries, I guess. The boundary settings, like, okay, you, you can go into your room with your phone or whatever if that's allowed in your house. You need to have your own family rules around screen time. And in, I think with teenagers, they need to be uh, told ahead. Like, it's a, in a discussion or a family meeting, for example. Okay, you know, I, I see that things are kind of getting worse or things are like affecting this and this for example you're sleeping late perhaps it, we need to kind of you know get have a new rule around da, 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 da. so then you enforce it you can't just like talk about it and then don't enforce it so you need to enforce it uh, okay we need to get your phone back out from the room right now can i have your phone or just put your phone somewhere we trust that you're going to not come down when we go to bed and <laughs> you like sneakily get out there and we take the phone we trust you so the trust has to be there um and then in terms of like when they go to sleep, I guess we cannot control it. We can't control babies like when they go to sleep either. It's just up to them. They want to sleep, sleep lah. They want to wake up, they wake up lah. So in terms of the uh, uh, how teenagers are like, it's like more flexibility, but within certain boundaries. I think that's how you, I would approach it with teenagers. Okay. That's pretty, yeah. I don't know, like when I was a teenager, back in the dark ages, we didn't have tabs and we didn't have phones. But I used to sleep at strange times because I would sleep really long hours, but I could only fall asleep at like two or three in the morning. Yes, and yes. It's just a strange teenager thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not strange. It's scientific. <laughs> it's not strange. Teenagers sleep that way. They only can fall asleep. They're, they're like night owls. They, they're, they're more active during in the night. They want to do their homework and study in the middle of the night. And then they're only feeling tired much later. Like you said, two, three a.m. Yeah, and then they sleep like really long hours. They can go up to twelve hours sometimes, like yeah. two p.m. the next day. But of course, you know, with school and all that, which is why there's this movement. It's not here, but in the U.S., that they want to start school later for high schools because you know it's, they just want to respect the fact that the nature of teenagers going to bed late and late to rise. So they just kind of want to change that. So and then that was a that's a good idea. And we don't want to stress them into waking up early when they're not ready they they're very groggy in the morning because they didn't have enough sleep it's like they just imagine they go to bed at two and they have to wake up at six to go to school to make it for that you know seven or eight a.m class that's a bit yeah too little sleep i would say so as parents of teenagers you just have to accept it is it yeah, yeah. and Do don't we, judge, <laughs> don't we, judge all teenagers have that circadian rhythm in them all teenagers regardless I, of whether they teenagers born early rises. i would say most teenagers i mean i remember too i mean in the dark ages where they don't have <laughs> internet or phones um we just had to go to the room and yeah just hang out there just listen to the radio <laughs> i mean i had a radio in my room or i read that's the only thing i do before i go to sleep right i don't know how about you guys but that's what i did and then that um, reading helps me to put myself to sleep earlier than, you know, it's just kind of like, I guess like you watching your iPad and me reading a book, it's, it's the same, like, oh, it just puts me to sleep. I know. Yeah. Reading a book, like after two pages. <laughs> <laughs> that's adults. Yeah, that's adults, yeah. right? <laughs> but okay, how about for 
like younger children, seven to ten, for example, can we set a bedtime for them for them to follow? Yes, yes, definitely. Seven to ten is a lot easier than teenagers, I would say. Of course, they will have their, oh, I don't want, I'm not ready. No, 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 you know, of course. Uh -uh. But yeah, we just have to enforce the, the rules and boundaries and just have to be consistent with it. Sometimes, I would say during NCO especially, uh, we kind of be more lax about it. But yeah, coming to, you know, us opening up again when school is going to open, I guess we have to start somewhere with, thing rather than okay tomorrow school tonight sleep early oh i don't think you can do that at least give a week ahead a few days ahead to prepare them for the early waking okay this is like jet lag right like if your child is jet lag you have to slowly turn their circadian rhythm yeah. or their body clock back to the usual the sleep time zone yeah correct right so will this method work with adults as well like if you want to wake up earlier you have to slowly like cut down your wake-up time by half an hour, half an hour? You could do that. But I think as adults, we can as well do like two-hour, <laughs> you know, set back that clock. Of course, we're going to feel a bit tired during the day. Um, yeah, of course, take a nap or anything that you need to get by the day. Mm. Um, but also making sure that, yeah, you have to have a, you know, by this time, you need to be going up to the room, like starting your, your own sleep routine uh, to go to bed. Yeah, okay. definitely we'll work on adults. So well. for adults, we don't need to like do a half hour, half hour uh, increment or decrement. We can yeah. just do like, like yeah. if we need to wake up at six, we just set our alarm for six. Yes, yes, yes. yeah, we can be more <laughs> abrupt about it. Yeah. Yeah. And then then and then if you get tired, just try and take a take 10 minutes, 15 minutes nap. Yeah. Now, Sarah, do you have any final word of advice for parents who are struggling with this change in sleep routines for their children? Yeah, well, of course, if, I mean, in an expert way, I would say that, oh, you get, you have to have your routine, you have to have your schedule. But, you know, me, myself, I'm going through it myself as yeah. a mom, right? And I just think that do what works for you at this given time because it's it's stressful to homeschool, <laughs> homeschool <laughs> and, and to be uh, working and, and to do the housework. I mean, for me, I have to do all this household stuff because my, you know, we don't have a helper. Um She's a part-time, so she can't come to work. So it's very stressful. We have to do everything all at once. So I think parents just relax um, for now, but know the, knowing that things are going to go back to, well, the new normal, right? We're going to go into a new normal, but having some sort of a structure in a day would be very, very helpful and beneficial for everyone so that everyone just has the same expectation that okay you're expected to go to sleep at this time you're going to have lunch at this time or if you're fasting you're going to book it at this time everyone's you know going to break fast together um yeah it's just about setting the expectation starting now maybe and then yeah just really enforcing it that okay Actually, we can ask you one more question, I guess, for children who are fasting and you wake them up very early in the morning to, to saho, right? Yes, that's right. Yes. Normally, you'll put them back to bed or... Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, even, I mean, when I was a kid, my mom would wake me up and then I would definitely go back to sleep even if it's just one hour and then I had to wake up for school. Mm. Yeah, I would still want to go back to sleep. <laughs> it's like, I'm so sleepy, right? Um, so for kids who do wake up for saho, they do go back to sleep generally, yeah, yeah. But will they then, feel extra tired as the day progresses because they they woke up yeah, well, a bit early? In a way, not about the sleep, but more about uh, they're not getting enough food, you know, the, the energy intake Level. is not there. So, yeah, but 
well, I don't know, some children I know, especially teenagers, like coming to that age, um, they have a lot of energy. Even they're, they're fasting, they're still, you know, active in sports and all that. And they do it to the end of the day so that they can break fast right after that. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say that it's tired, extra tired because of the waking up. I think, yeah, it will be extra sleepy because the sleep is disrupted. But more so is the, you know, fasting and not eating and drinking. So will the sleep routine be be disrupted because of fasting? Yeah, just a little bit. Even for us, moms who have to prepare the food and all that, yeah, our sleep is like way less. I'm extra sleepy during fasting. <laughs> but the thing with this time with fasting in MCO, because everyone's sleeping late, so we have our saho before we go to bed. <laughs> So just that we don't have to wake up for saho, you know, at 4 or 5 a.m. Just just eat before you go to sleep. But just eat supper, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. I just, I just can't do that though. I mean, for me personally, I can't. I just, there's no room. I can't eat anymore. <laughs> Interesting. Well, thank you so much, Sarah, for speaking to us thank and you. for teaching us how we can get our kids back to a semblance of normal, normalcy, I guess. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me here.